Welcome to episode 32 of Inside Jogging Podcast. With Christmas over for another year, we'll take a, a little look back on the best action of 2021 and look ahead for what to get excited for in 2022. Klaus, are you excited for 2022? Oh, I'm really excited. Can't wait. It's, it. it's, it's going to be a, a great start to the year with Boris probably locking us down again. He looks excited. Anyway, in a year that's seen most of us have a vaccine or two, England fail again on penalties and Josh Lund become a professional at breaking and entering. Uh, we've managed to launch this podcast. I think we launched back in May and we've interviewed the likes of Charlie Perdue, Chris Thompson, Mark Scott, Jake Smith, all the, all the big guns. What was your favourite, Clousey? You've probably not listened to any. I know I've listened to the Chris Thompson one this morning. It's good. Oh, did you? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it was. Um, He's a talker. He is a very good talker. Anyway, um, it's me and Matt for the moment because Josh, being Josh, is trying to live the professional dream out in Flagstaff. Even though it's, I think it's 10 past 10 in the morning out there, he's still not back from his run. Matt, how are you? Do we, do we want to discuss Josh first? Yeah, let's, let's do that. So Matt was just telling me about the two main things in life. What were they? Running goals. and Well, not the two main things. There's two things. You tell the story, Matt. Well, there's two things, isn't there? Uh, what we all have. It's well, if people are listening to this, they'll have running goals and life goals. And I'm not sure where Josh fits in all this. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely got some running goals. I'm not sure he knows what his life goals are past Seville. There's a percentage, isn't there? It's like what percentage do you give to each of them? And I'm not sure Josh is giving any percentage to the other one at this stage. To give the listeners an insight, Josh's opening text to me this morning was, mate, look at my reel. It's sick. I've got over 4,000 views on it already. Something like that. He's very excited by Instagram. He had to explain to me what a reel was. Yeah, it's... Because I thought he was out fishing. I don't know. What, What do you think about this social media stuff, Matt? Uh, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't mind it. Um, I'm just not very good at I'm not very good at it. I don't know if that's, if that's a thing you need to be good at. But um, I don't know. I go on it now and again, but it's quite tiring. Yeah, I think Chris Thompson was saying similar, wasn't he? He um, just doesn't know what to do. But it can like consume your life, I think. And some people, yeah, get a bit overexcited by it and live their life for Instagram, which a bit of a shame, but there you go. Um, how's your life, Matt? Less of Josh, more of you. Oh, my life is fantastic. Um, I've just put my bed sheets in the dryer. Um, my uh, what you're, else? My mother-in-law brought me some bird seed. Nice. Do you want to plug your bed sale? Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, I do. Um, uh, <laughs> I do have a small double uh, mattress. Um, it's not for sale. It's it's free um, if you can collect it. So um, just drop me a, a, a direct message on Instagram um, if you're interested. I, I reckon it's got two years on it. 
Uh, it's a memory foam top with, I think it's, I don't know how many thousand springs it is. I'm sorry for those who actually care. Uh, but it's a it's a decent it's a decent mattress. So, what size car do you need to pick it up? Um, <laughs> a good question. Do you know what I used? We used, when we used to live in America, we used to carry our um, mattress um, on top. Well, we used to carry it. We used to hold it on top of the car and just drive it. Yeah, yeah. So we'd have four people in, and they just hold either side. So they can do that. Um, I'm pretty sure that's legal in the uk when i i got rid of a mattress a couple of years ago when i moved house and it was in the storage locker and stupidly we got a top floor storage locker so i had to you know lift it down some steps with this guy came to pick it up anyway it was a king i mean it's a king mattress and he rocked up in a a little citron saxo and i was like it's not going in there mate and he's like yeah it will i spent about half an hour of him folding it to be fair to it it went in but yeah you don't need to. So do that. was it? Was it? Was it a memory foam? Um, no, it wasn't memory foam. I don't think. I don't know. I used to have a Citroen Saxo. What a beast of a car! I think we've talked too much about mattresses for now. What did you get for Christmas? Anything good? Um, well, I got about a kg's worth of um on um skinned um sesame seeds for the birds. Um, <laughs> No, I've got some good things. Uh, loads of lovely bits and bobs. Um, Scale Electric, uh, Tamagotchi, Furby, you know, the usual. All the big ones. How about yourself? Um, I didn't get a Tamagotchi. Did Eliza get, get the bottle of whiskey, the JDS Center? Um, she's actually very happy. We've got the in-laws around and she's been buzzing this week. So, yeah, she's been on, on a range of beverages. Um, no, no, yeah, she, I didn't. I didn't see your whiskey, but I think she's got enough already, so she'll be good. I've just been um, trying to not be as ill as I have been for the last two weeks. I think I said on the show last week I was better, but that evening I got worse, and I've been ill all week again. As you can probably hear in my voice, is so, it the dreaded C word? Is it? It's not. No. no. I think I'm just broken. Just a broken human being. Um, but yeah, no, Christmas is good. Ate a lot. Didn't run a lot. Are you moving around in your chair? I am. It's on a swivel. Quite enjoying it. Could hear it. Um, so yeah, all good. Should we, um, should we skip over how Josh is or should we have a guess? I bet he's very excited. He, he looked like he had a terrible Christmas from what I saw on Instagram. Did you see the Christmas dinner they had? It's awful. It was like a load of healthy, healthy grains. I mean, I'm sorry, but on Christmas Day, right, you just, you just, I mean, it is what it is, and that you just eat and eat and eat, whatever. Yeah. It's just... But you don't, you don't go for the healthy options. So Christmas I, dinner, I don't anyway. Christmas dinner, did you have Yorkshire puddings with Christmas dinner? Do you know what? I didn't. Didn't. I caught the Christmas dinner as well. What, did you have turkey? We had a lamb, actually. Lamb? Very controversial. Mm. Actually, yeah. so... The person, Ruth Jones, who does the interviews with me, she's got a lot of lamb going at the moment. She gave me a lot of lamb the other day because they Did are their shepherds on an estate. Got a few lambs back from last year. But the problem is my wife loves lamb, but her stomach does not love lamb. 
And she does this every time. She eats it and then spends the next day or all night waking up feeling sick and says, I'm never going to eat lamb again. But, but, when, but, when, when, but when you get that lamb, you dip it in that mint sauce. Oh, it's just, it's just a thing of heaven. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Anyway, this is a running podcast. So should we talk some running things if we have to? Let's do it. I haven't got much to talk about, so I'm hoping you do. How was your week? I have, yeah. I have some things to talk about. Um, yeah, the week was all right, you know, not too bad. Um, I will start with uh, Monday because that is the start of the week. Um, I did um, four miles in the morning, late. I sl- overslept my alarm. I set myself two alarms and... Um, I always set one five minutes after the other just as a bit of a treat and snoozed them both. So I didn't manage to get out for a long one in the morning. So just easy four miles. Late, 7.38 a.m. That is late. I, have to, I, have, I start work at half eight. Oh, you're still working. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I'm on the 20th, mate. Come on. Good God. <laughs> Bloody part-timer over here. Um. So that was four miles in the morning. I even stood up um, the main man, Weston, as well. Um, okay. I know. So, and then in the evening, uh, nine, nine and a half miles, 7.14 pace. Um, these dark mornings and dark nights are starting to grate on me a little bit, if I'm honest. Solstice on the 21st, though, wasn't it? It's getting lighter. It was, yeah. Um, so that was Monday. And then I had the old uh, Moderna. Monday morning. <clears throat> Do you know what? I thought I got away with it. I really did. So I went for my um, evening run. I was feeling pretty chuffed myself, thinking I'm feeling all right here. Yeah. Um, I, t- I don't know about you, but I I went for my booster, sat myself down, um, and they, it's like a conveyor belt. They they just sit you down the line. There's this. This bloke comes down with his trolley. Um, I thought I'd have a bit of a conversation with him. Do you know what I mean? Just he wants to wine and dine, yeah. Just a bit of a, just a bit of human interaction, you know. Just ask ask how I am and how's my day and all that. I mean, as soon as you come up, got it out and uh, and um, and and stabbed it in my arm. So um, I don't know. I just wanted to be looked after a bit more. Yeah. Um, but fair play to them. They, they, they are doing a great job. So um, <clears throat> Monday evening was emotional. Um, I was having the shivers all night. Couldn't get warm. So Tuesday morning, woke up. I felt pretty seedy. So I decided to just take Tuesday completely off. Um, rest the old body. Um, so I did nothing Tuesday. Started to come around probably just before bed Tuesday night. So I thought I'll be, I'll be all good for Wednesday. So Wednesday, um, just over 10 miles plus weights. Actually quite a quick one, uh, which I was surprised with. So, um, so that's all I did on the month, on the Wednesday. Oh no, I didn't. I did two runs on Wednesday. My apologies. Um, I did a, a, just a little steady, uh, four miler progression run. Um, but again, I, I, I felt a bit sort of rough again in the afternoon um, because of the jab. You said Moderna heart rate. Did it, did it affect your heart rate? 
Yeah, I felt like it was it went up a little bit in the afternoon, but I don't know about you, but sometimes my heart rate goes up a little bit in the afternoons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um it's, it's always easy. I find it if I do a session in the morning, I always struggle to get my heart rate to to even threshold. Um but yet in the evening it's it's fine to do that. Yeah. Exactly. So that was Wednesday. Thursday was the first session of the week. Um, so pretty standard session for me. Uh, 10 by three minutes <laughs> <laughs> with one minute's rest. Now, I did actually plan 12. Um, but I just felt like it was enough. So sort of went through the K in about 255, um, even 256 on some of them. Um, I thought that was enough considering I had the I had the job um, on the Monday and still I was, I was feeling fine but I, I still felt a little ropey to be honest um, so that was Thursday Friday was just over 12 miles at 75 pace uh, Saturday uh, just 8 miles in the morning plus um, 6 by 22nd Hills by Saturday you mean Christmas Day Yes, Merry yes. Christmas. Yeah, Saturday. Just Christmas another day, day for you, mate. He's just on it. Just, just another. Uh, do you know what? I was you had work at nine. A, I was even going to put a little Christmas, uh, Christmas title there, but I didn't. You did. You spent um, morning run. You better label your runs, run. mate. I, I label a few. So I, I finished work. When did I finish? I finished work on um, Christmas Eve. So that was quite nice, <laughs> even though I still. Uh, went out at half past six so that was um, yeah so Saturday was Christmas day um, after I opened up all my presents um, was eight miles plus hills and then this sort of brings me up to yesterday which was Sunday um, I kind of need to start marathon training I've got a marathon in seven weeks um, what is, so is it seven is it eight weeks yesterday? It was Sunday yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, eight weeks. It's seven yesterday. weeks to the race, yeah. Um, so yeah. I've got like six weeks. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought I, I, I do need to start actually training for a marathon. So um, I think I've timed this fairly well, you know. I think I'll get it all in now and I should be good for the day. Um, I I didn't want to do like a massive, massively long build because I was already in fairly good 10K shape going into the block. So this was the, the first of um, hopefully many um, of the blocks. So um, I didn't want to do anything too specific this early on. So it was a bit of a bit of a block session. Um, so what I decided to do was uh, five miles easy, well, easy-ish. Um, <clears throat> and that was at like five, started out at about 5.50 and then sort of hung around 5.35 to 5.40. Um, and then it was five miles steady after that. So um, I kind of wanted to stick around sort of 5.30, to sort of 525 for that and then 
five miles then after that was um, tempo pace, so just under fives or around fives. And then three miles easy after that, so back to, back to sort of 5.30, 5.40. Um, so, yeah, overall pretty good. I, I, I started to set up some drinks and gels, um, get back into that routine. The weather was pretty miserable, to be honest, pissing down rain, cold. It's just and drizzle, it, isn't it? It's just loads of drizzle this week. Yeah, and it was. Do you know when you run and you when you're doing a session, especially, and you think the headwind's like only in one direction, and you just do like a loop, and it's like everywhere. Yeah. So, um, and I'm sure the listeners know on this loop when it's wet and cold, um, because it's all like on farmers' roads, it's just full of cow shit, and it stinks of chicken shit as well when it's damp. Because it's like a chicken um, farm further down. And when it's damp and wet, it absolutely stinks. But what I had to do is I had to change a loop because in about four miles, um, it, it was flooded. So the, um, there was a bit of um, the section I did on the first um, five-mile block. Literally, the water was just below the knee. So there's me trying to run through at sort of 5.30 pace and I'm basically swimming. And this was for about 50, 50 metres. Um, so that was interesting. And um, But yeah, overall, it was pretty good. The weather got that bad at some stages, though. Um, I let out a few screams. I don't know if you boys have done that. It yeah, feels speak- pretty good. I was speaking to somebody about it the other week. Um, I thought it was you, but obviously it wasn't. Yeah, the amount of times I've been out in the wind and I've just started swearing into the wind, just shouting at it. Yeah, it's good. It's good it feels good. Yeah. yeah, feels great actually. Um, it kind of gets the adrenaline going. I probably screamed about. So I should have put down there four times a scream as well. So I think I screamed a few times. Um, you know, like a proper, like not like a you know a, a manly scream, not like a when Josh, you stub your toe scream. Not like Josh Lund scream. Exactly. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Overall, 18 miles, 5.22 pace. Um, so that's pretty much me for the week. So overall, considering I had a day off, I think I still hit around, I think I was just under 80, 80 miles for the week. So yeah, 79 miles. So I'll take that. So on that 18 miler on Sunday, Boxing Day, um, did you, you just went straight out the door at 5.50, 5.48 pace? Straight out the door, yeah. So you just park your car up and just go, do you? Park my car up, um, and then uh, lace. Like, I'll, pro- I'll probably like uh, I'll sort my shoes out, sort my drinks out, just walk about maybe for a minute or two, um, and then yeah, off I go. But it was it was really dark, um, dark on Sunday. It took for ages to get to get light. So, um, so yeah, I was a bit late going out, but. Yeah, and, and I get up. I get up an hour before as well. Have a coffee and move around and have a little something to eat. So, good man. Yeah, solid week. Anyway, the the main man of the podcast has arrived. Josh, do you us why you're late? He's on mute. Good. That's good. Good start. Oh, he's as usual. It's got technical difficulties because it's AirPods, same as every other week, don't work. So if anyone wants to buy Josh a, a little Christmas present, 
He, he does need some. some I'm gonna AirPods. I'm gonna throw it out there. I don't. I I think AirPods are terrible. I've got two pairs and they both they never connect. Mm. Stick to these wide wired ones like us, mate. Old school. Is I think he's on now. He's saying one second. It's good yeah. This is, em- this is embarrassing. Well, you're mute. Right, can you hear me now? Yeah, there is. you go. So the problem isn't actually my AirPods. The problem is my Mac. So my recommendation would be don't buy a MacBook Pro because they're shit. It's the internal speakers for some reason doesn't, well, the microphone doesn't work. I've got no issues. There we go. I'm here now. Well. Um, The reason I was late was I I literally just got back from a run. Okay. So you just texted me saying I had to cut everything short. Yeah. What did you cut short? The run, drills, strides. Drills? Yeah. Just doing drills every day now. Aaron. Not every day, but like every other. Why are you doing drills for? On a, what is it, Monday? Yeah. It's because Pat doesn't. <laughs> Pat, Pat, Pat is probably the only person I know that doesn't run here. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's 10.30, right? Yeah. What have you, I still don't understand how you've had to cut anything short. Well, because it's, it's so cold in the morning, so you, you can't run. And then we just had a... I can't be like, oh, there's probably like 15 guys this morning. Oh, by the way, guys, we've got to go half an hour earlier because Matt's going out. Just don't run with them. Run, run, Absolutely. With, run with some good people. What is there 15, it, well, what's 15 people doing up at Flagstaff at Christmas? They need to get a real life. Everyone's back now. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people. So you ran with 15 people this morning? Yeah, 10, 15. Drop some names then. Um, Lewis Grohalva. Oh yeah, he's a good guy. Twelve for the Olympics. Um, Beer. So we've been running a fair bit with him. I think his surname is Simbasa, which I said sounds like he's come from the Lion King. Yeah, very good. It's good from you, Josh. Some Gabri Selassie. Who? And then there's some Gabri Selassie. I think his his first name is. His surname is easier to remember. Um, yeah, there's a few. So on this morning run, you're meeting these 15 people. Mm. What are you chatting about? Mm, to be honest, it was so windy for the, like, the middle five miles. No one said a word. <laughs> so why did you run with everyone then? Well, it's just nice to run with company. For what reason? That's the reason I want to move to Peter because no one fucking runs. <laughs> I still don't understand how you do these runs with people and don't speak. Well, no, not for the whole thing. We're just like, chatting for most of it. Just there was one point in the middle where it was very windy. It's been pretty windy here the last couple of days, actually. So your friend update this week is you've made some new friends. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who I've run with new this week. Not a massive amount of new people from di- different to last week. Who's hey. your boy, Toby? Toby's Kiwi. He's listening to the pod now. Yeah. Like listening last week, yeah. Good old boy. I- Hi Toby, I'm sorry we had to send Josh over. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, 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 looking after him. He's getting all my stuff in from the car now. Right. Anyway, how was your week, mate? More importantly, yeah, my week week's been good. It's a different Christmas. Not not in England for the first time in a while. Um, Matt probably had a first time, time in a while. My training. <laughs> first time in a while. Where where else have you been over Christmas? I went skiing a couple of years ago for Christmas. Somebody's doing well. Someone's doing right for themselves. Um, 
yeah, anything else? It's been snowing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's definitely been snowing quite a lot. Um, it actually didn't snow last night. I think it's forecast for the next, like, four days. So what we do, run in the snow or? Um, well, yeah, so that, that, that's why I, well, I just went, um, drove today. It's like five miles from where I'm staying, but it's quite a nice trail and it's pretty pretty good to run. Like, it's probably the only place you can run if the weather's really bad um, or like on the main road. But it's, yeah, it's nicer to run on the trail. So it, well, there's like every, loads of people have got treadmills, like worst, worst case. But Loads of people, so you've got access to treadmills? Yeah, well, there's one in the gym, just literally like 200 meters away from here. So you can so walk into quite a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, it's on like the com- um, complex um, that Pat sort of stays on. Oh, somebody is doing quite well. a few people have got them in their garages as well. Anyway, do you want to talk us through your week? Yeah, sure. Right, I got it already. This, this could be less listeners. Sit down, get yourself a cup of tea. This might take a while. Ah, uh, do you know what's annoying? Because I'm in America, it's actually cut off the first run of the week. That's strange. Good. Um, no, is that what the, was the date on Isn't Monday? that the last run? I think that's the last oh, run. Oh, yeah, last it's week. the last one. Yeah. Okay, that, that makes more sense. You've done okay, that. So, so when... Matt, you've done that. So Matt didn't see you adding on to your week. <laughs> yeah, so last week I, I went out after and uh, did strides after my easy runs around up to 100 which was always going to happen I think so uh, Monday morning 10 miles 6.54 so that's the same loop I did this morning so it's a nice little trail set the scene um, tell us more what What about the trail what is it so I mean it's like a, it's more of a, like a dirt road so you know your, your typical like red gravelly dirt road yeah yeah like that pretty much for 10 miles but you can do like a couple of different loops on there Good. Uh, and then in the in the afternoon I tried a different loop which was a real big mistake so I ran sort of towards kind of towards as if I was running back into Flagstaff and it genuinely felt like it was uphill for five miles um, so yeah I've called that five miles uphill which pretty much felt like um, so I was five miles at 7-11s have been running solo or that one was solo actually yeah so normally most of my doubles I do run on my own um, not really many people meet for doubles um, and then Tuesday did my first session or workout um, so three mile warm up and then uh, I had four by two miles off a mile float so I did that with hold on. hold on hold on hold on a minute <laughs> so what are we calling it now Oh, see, I've been calling it workout, but I know I was oh going to get a lot. I was going to get a lot of shit. So, <laughs> so when you're speaking to your your, your running pals, um, are you are you saying workouts or sessions? Oh yeah, definitely workouts. What about PBs and PRs? That's not really come up actually. Um, yeah, I would yeah. say PB. It's not come up because you want to hide the fact that you're a 18 <laughs> guy. Two seventeen. Um, yeah, so yeah, session was four by two miles off of my float. Um, so did that at Lake Mary. So it's it's pretty good because it's so it's on the road, but it's marked out every quarter mile, um, which is yeah, which is nice. So it's a little bit up and down. Um, so we basically just did two out, turn around, two back, uh, and we dropped a drink out halfway, and then um, took that, and then sort of lobbed it and came back and got it. Um, so 
and this was um in I'm trying to think what height seven thousand feet or well, just over. So this was the first time I've run a little bit harder. So I was a little bit nervous to how it would feel. So first uh, uh, first rep we went ten eighteen. And the floats were, they were meant to be like six minute mile in, but it was really, really cold. Um, so Matt said, let's go a little bit slower, which I was probably quite grateful for. So we were kind of floating to like, I mean, it's probably like 620s. So it, it, it felt more like a jog, really. Um, your first recovery was 625. Your second recovery was 825. And your last recovery was 705. Um, where are you seeing that? Strava. Half mile recoveries. Uh, so the second one was when we got a bottle, so we stopped for a little bit more. Okay, so you didn't count. Yeah, those. maybe. Yeah, if you say so. What do you, you get your bottles? What are you doing? Are you have like <laughs> you having a little mixer in there, right? <laughs> Getting a few ice cubes in there. <laughs> well, well, so, so, we <laughs> so no, we grabbed, grabbed them and then like drank, drank for a minute and then ran. Um, but yeah, so the reps were uh, I think five from uh, ten eighteen. Then 10.11, uh, 10.05, and then 10.03, I think, from memory. So, oh, yeah, I was pretty pleased with that. Um, I think I said I, think I said to Matt after, um, that's probably faster. Than, well, it is definitely faster than the last time I did that at sea level. So, that's kind of promising. And I, I forgot to wear my heart rate strap um, on that, annoyingly. But um, it's weird. Like, the first, the first recovery, I just couldn't breathe. Like, that was the only real way I can describe it is my legs felt really like fine, but I just couldn't breathe. Um, but then as I kind of got into it, it felt like I was recovering a bit more. So yeah, felt a bit better. And then uh, three mile warm down. Uh, and then in the afternoon, so at the moment, um, Matt's put in some 200s on some of my session days um, just for a little bit of turnover. So just went down to the track, did three mile warm up, and then six by 200. And they, they were, basically all 30s and then 131 um, and then just a mile one down as well um, so that was Tuesday then Wednesday um, did 10 miles so basically the same loop um, at 7.15 so that was a bit, bit easier and 5 miles in the afternoon 6.51s um, and then on Thursday when to Buffalo Park, which I think is pretty famous um, in Flagstaff. So it's like a two-mile loop, which the first half is kind of flat, but it's a bit open, so it can get quite windy. And then the second half is pretty up and down. And then there's like quite a big hill at the um, sort of the end of it. So just basically just did laps around there with Toby. And it's like 14 miles. How big is the lap? About two miles. Oh, it's two miles. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I think it's like 1.98 or something, but yeah, pretty much. Um, so I did 14 miles around there. 656s did you see any no but they they do have um quite a lot of signs for tarantulas um so i was a bit worried i was like shit because they say oh they're, they're not they won't kill you but they are venomous um so i googled it but it, luckily it's a bit cold for them at the minute well you actually, prefer I watched... to see a tarantula, a, a tarantula or a um a buffalo yeah probably a tarantula to be honest <laughs> but i was looking i don't know when they i don't think there are any buffaloes there but there definitely used to be but i was trying to research but then i kind of got bored so i stopped um and then on friday um so friday was another session day so and we had a lot of snow 
so the plan originally was to drop down a bit lower but and you've got on the track uh, at Sedona but the road is a bit dodgy if it's um if the weather's bad so I went and did three miles in the morning just really easy um like 736s and the first mile of that was like 820 or something because it was literally I wouldn't say knee deep in snow but I think we had something like 10 inches on the ground um so in the Big. afternoon yeah like for one night of snow I thought it was quite a lot um so yeah so in the afternoon we went and did a session um so we managed to sneak indoors on the track um it was a pretty cool track actually it's the sky dome so it's like 300 meter uh track so it's a bit different but there's like a basketball court i think they use it for indoor football um or like american football um so yeah that was that was pretty impressive it's not banked so, is it it's just flat no it's not banked yeah exactly but yeah so that was that was good as well um so there's a couple of different options with the session so i originally had k's but that was hoping to drop down so we were toying with, um, with matt the night before of what the options were because there's a couple guys doing 400s so in the end um we did 400s and that was off a 100 jog um so i think they started at like sort of low 30s and they probably got up to like 45 seconds and that was really that was the hardest thing about that definitely the the short, short recovery um so the, we averaged 60 67 flat so it started a bit slower like 68s and then got down to then there was 165 in there pretty much a few like 66s um but yeah that was pretty pretty pleased with that so all of it was off 100 jog yeah uh so so uh, every so we kind of broke into different groups so there was four of us i uh did sets of five so i went five mr lap um mr rep five mr rep five mr and then i did the last nine straight um beer did 25 straight matt lalano and toby did sets of eight but i think they sort of wanted to do sets of five after they kind of got that point because when we got quicker it obviously got a bit harder as well so um but I, yeah i was pretty pleased i decided because that was what matt said if i do it doing sets of five so that that kind of worked so you did it in sets of five yeah yeah well sets of five up to 15 and then i did the last nine straight why don't you put that on Strava? Because it's just some confusion. <laughs> and it doesn't really make that much difference. 24 or 400 off 100 jog a minute ago. But it's actually sets of five and then a few straight at the end. That was many kudos. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I put on Strava is so I remember what I do. I, I, I could, I've told you before, I could quite happily put my Strava on private. But you... You the, one, the interesting thing about surely you wouldn't know is, what you did if you read it and go oh, i did it off 100 jog here and yeah then, that is true actually and then you go oh wait did i yeah true um the interesting thing about this is my garmin for some reason has put this at like 10 o'clock at night and i have no idea why because we did it at two in the afternoon anyway i'm more i'm more intrigued about what the session actually was so you did it in sets of five what so you, did you have 400 recovery in between sets of five well, whatever, however long it took them to get back to the start. Okay, so like, basic. So Matt, what's your session like? Blocks of four hundreds off like three minutes. Is that the kind of thing? Yeah, I think um, because obviously we didn't know what it was going to be like at altitude, full altitude. <laughs> the idea was to do it over um, sets of five just yeah. to give a little bit more recovery. I think, was it, was it three minutes in between? 
Josh, um, I think I'll put it down as two or three I, minutes in between. Yeah, I think that's what you put, yeah, three minutes. Yeah, and then... I think um, that was, the original plan was to do it off more recovery, like the 100 as well. So just looking now, like, yeah, there's, a lot of them were sort of... It was 30, a minute. Yeah, I think yeah, minute, when we got a little minutes. bit yeah. more tired, yeah, near the end. Um, yeah, so, I, think, I think the idea is obviously that's your first session and you just don't know how you're going to respond to that. So you can learn a lot from that. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like I, I was talking to Matt Lalanne about it, like sort of midway through as well, and he sort of felt similar in the sense of getting going was pretty grim, and then sort of ease into it, and your lungs feel better. It's more your lungs than your legs, because um, they just sort of like burn basically. But yeah, no, I was pretty pleased with that, um, and then did three mile warm down as well. Uh, and then so that was Friday, and then Saturday, so this was Christmas Day. Um, so we drove down to Beaver Creek because the weather was pretty grim still up here. Um, so we tried to do, this is where we ran last week. So it's like a nice rolling trail. Um, and we did two miles and, you know, well, we went a mile out. And you know when you've got like um, sticky clay under your, on your shoes and it just makes them like heavy. It was like that. So we kind of decided basically let's turn around and we dropped down to Cam Verde. So we just kind of did laps of Cam Verde there. Um, so it was 20 miles in total, average six, uh, 16s. So sort of yeah, cut, kind of cut down. So I think the last like twelve miles was like six minute average or something like that. So how far yeah, was um, how far was this um, Cam Verde from where you were originally? Yeah, it's about twelve miles, but it's like it's all on like sort of road. Um, so I see any kind of downside. Basically, what's happened, Matt, is they started their run, and it's gone to seven thirty four mile. Then at 7.15, they're like, this is going to look terrible on Strava. <laughs> I, do you know what? Nobody else really here uses Strava. <laughs> if you look at all of my runs, how many people are on it? There's literally nobody. Which is, yeah, quite interesting. I reckon um, they so, do. Private. <laughs> so that was, that was um, Saturday, yeah, Christmas Day on Saturday. So 20 miles, pretty solid. Uh, and then Sunday. So hold on, morning. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Christmas Day. Talk us through your Christmas Day. <laughs> um, what did you do? So, so, well, by the time we got back from that, it was like half 12. Um, then, yeah, we left at like eight. And then, yeah, so that was half the day. And then the rest of the day. Um, so basically, there's a couple of internationals. So as in international uh, people, like some Australians and Kiwis so toby's from um, new zealand and then he knew uh, some of the girls on the nau team or one of the girls and then she's got some friends so um there was a guy from australia and two girls from australia that came over um so there's like five of us so it was, yeah it's good it's better than uh, doing nothing good, so what it? did you have what was your tradition what like did you have a traditional christmas dinner no, absolutely not no <laughs> we had a quinoa chicken salad God. um some pigs wow. and blankets um and then like a platter of like sort of pick picket stuff it, it looked right. terrible some roast potatoes as well absolutely terrible mm, <laughs> i good. agree why don't you just go down wow. walmart and get yourself some get yourself a joint and get yourself a chicken crap <laughs> you should see I, so I bought some sausages and it, it took me so long to actually find sausages which just had sausage in 
like it, half of it's water. It, some of the quality here is t- terrible of food. Yeah, that is true. Unless you actually spend sort of decent money on. So yeah, you thought you just really, go for the, it's the just nice, very processed, the nice quinoa salad instead. Um, one of the girls made, but that was actually good. It's very good. I could tell yeah. one of the yeah, so, anyway. <laughs> um, so that was, yeah, Christmas Day. Um, and then Boxing Day did eight miles in the morning, uh, spin 11s. So, yeah, a lot of snow and a lot of winds um, again. So just went out to that mailboxes loop um, and then did four miles in the evening, 7.13. So nice and what, easy. Why is it called the mailboxes loop? Is there lots of mailboxes? Yeah. Do you know it's illegal? You, do you know it's illegal where you to, park put, to put anything in somebody else's mailbox in America? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I saw what would some, you put like a firework. Somebody, somebody put their Christmas card instead of posting them, like hand delivered them in their mailbox, and they got told off for it apparently by the post lady. She wrote a message. Yeah, she, that, she put that. them all back and said it's illegal or something like that. Sums up America. That seems a bit over the top. Um, yeah, that's the week. So you had you had an enjoyable Christmas, did you? Yeah, very good. Any presents? Uh, no, not on that sort of friendship term yet. <laughs> did um did they have any presents? Any of them lot? No. This sounds like this sounds sad. It feels sad so for you all. What um? <laughs> so you you were so you had Christmas not here Day for Christmas. With... I'm here to run. So you uh so you had Christmas Day with um Australians and um New Zealanders, yeah. Yeah. And how do yeah. they celebrate Christmas Day? Like do they have any uh traditions, you know, I don't know. Um, over people from the UK. There wasn't they're not that different to us actually. The Americans are very different, but they are. actually the Australians and the Kiwis seem a lot more similar. Even even sort of the vocabulary. There's one, there's one thing I've noticed, which is probably the biggest difference is they, what we would deem probably the worst word you can use in our vocabulary, they like to use pretty frequently. I'm not going to say it, <laughs> but you can guess what it is. I can guess what it is. And so, yeah, I mean, what did you do all day? Did you like play games did you watch tv yeah we did some we just yeah we played some games in the evening have you played Twister? um no what what is the what is the meme i think it's called that's quite good yeah i'd recommend what is um, the meme no that's 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 uh, what where are the old school games get get the monopoly board out you have to remember matt we don't have these what about hungry hippos <laughs> none of us live here to be fair what about an old-fashioned puzzle talk about hungry hapos i got my nephew a game for christmas he's six and it's like hungry hippos that you like shoot these little aliens into the middle and there's a magnet in the middle and it after three seconds a drone lifts that alien up and you've got to get your alien in there but you get to knock each other out it's good mate i'm gonna buy you one for next year <laughs> i used to hungry enjoy hungry hippos that's good. Old school. Um, so, so yeah, good week. I mean, before you came on, Josh, we discussed your life in 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 um in detail, and we think your running goals are on point. You've got some good running goals. Might need to consider your life goals. Yeah, you you got to get your running goals sorted first, right? If you if you think that way, what are you doing? I thought you're going to roll for a minute. You're just going to lie in your bed. I'm just getting comfy. Yeah. So are you? Um, so 
so Josh, so you're you're in <laughs> so you're in you're in Flagstaff or sorry, flag for another couple of weeks. So um do you think you're gonna stay out there? Well forever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you know what? If my work said to me, yeah, you could, I probably would. But I don't think I, I don't know, I don't know how sustainable that would be. I'm not sure Joe Biden wants you there. <laughs> No, I already know. I know how to get. I think you can get past the visa thing if you stay for three months, fly to like Mexico or something for the day, and then fly back. <laughs> I know someone else who does that already, <laughs> or some something similar. That's definitely legal. Well, it is because they let you in. Surely not. This car. Yeah. This is this could be as bad as you telling me last week that they suck <laughs> vaccines out of people, which we never readdressed. Really so I googled that after and I told you which one it was it's the Johnson Johnson one yeah maybe they don't suck it out but there's I'm pretty sure they still put something in to cancel that off it's, that's oh, not true that's fake news that's Even what this... I was told that's yeah but I don't care what you're told I'm telling <laughs> you what, what what's real anyway anyway solid week was that 114 miles yeah um, Matt's been telling me you've got another six seven weeks marathon training so yeah and then tape i think i think it's eight weeks from yesterday yeah eight weeks yesterday yeah um yeah so some big weeks to come 130 matt was telling me hopefully we came on <laughs> i he can see how, how nervous how nervous he's getting just when you, when you say that yeah, yeah so i think we've, yeah a couple couple more uh decent weeks and then we've got houston so we've got houston half yeah Who's By we? we, I mean... It's a team, mate. Well, <laughs> yeah, me, me and Matt come as a package. <laughs> team. Oh, God. Have you sorted out Houston yet? No, I need to take a message, Pat, actually. Um, I didn't want to really like bother them over Christmas. So, um, But yeah, no no real rush. Three more weeks anyway. So. Mm, I just yeah. had confirmation from Ross this morning that he's not coming out. So, so how many... You've got, what, four... Another four weeks out there or another five? Uh, just under five. Just under five. Yeah. Cool. All right, mate. Um, we'll come back to you in a second because there's plenty more yeah. to ask. My counts. My counts and session over. Yeah, we've got lots more to ask you. Um, <laughs> I'm yet to do my training week, but let me just cough. You, you talk about yourself. We'll start and finish. One sec. I think he's got the C. The C word. Good. Good timing because. I was um, ill last week, as I said to Matt before the show. Um, I think I ran t- Monday, Tuesday, but I'm yet to see. I'm pretty sure I ran Monday. And after telling you boys on the pod on Sunday that I was feeling miles better, I woke up Monday morning feeling dreadful. Um, but I'd already agreed to run with Ben Heron, I think. I'm just waiting to go. Yeah, we go. I labelled this one cold version five. Um, yeah, so I agreed to run with Ben and thought I can't, you know, turn him down. So we did a, an hour nearly, eight miles, seven elevens. Um, but yeah, pretty felt pretty terrible. So just did that on Monday. Tuesday, I actually felt better on Tuesday and it gave me a false sense of security. So I... I said to Ruth that I wouldn't do my session. I'd, I'd do her progression run with her. So I did a progression run with her where we did something like 
I don't know, 10 very easy, 15 easy, 15 steady, 15 at sub threshold because you can't go too quick at the moment because of a hamstring. So we did 15 minutes at 6.35 towards the end. And I felt all right. Um, annoyingly, my heart rate monitor lasted all of two days with battery because the battery's gone again. Does anyone else get this or is it just mine? Yeah, I get that. I I um I was a bit cheap and got some JCB. Yeah, <laughs> JCB batteries. That's why I just buy probably buy not the, the best thing to do. Why well, got the these ones with Duracell and they've lasted two runs? Yeah, I had that problem. Do you say it's your heart rate strap? Yeah, that's why I had to get a new one because it just kept like destroying the batteries. I think it's something to do with the actual strap rather than the battery. Right. Yeah, because. That's annoying. Um, yeah, it is. So that was my running week. Two runs. Um, <laughs> I I felt so bad on Wednesday that I nearly didn't go down to Suffolk, um, but soldiered through, survived, and I got through Christmas. Um, and I've still got a bit now, but I'm not coughing up nearly as much. So, yeah, I tested. It wasn't COVID. It was pretty similar to... Um, what I had earlier in the year. And have you done a PCR though? No, because it's been Christmas, isn't it? I didn't want to get I have to isolate. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, so, so essentially you, you've had COVID. Well, it's <laughs> but only, you didn't want to go and get a PCR. So it's only my family are gonna get it, isn't it? So I was saying this this morning, um next week the because what we have yesterday or the day before was it like 110,000 positive covid things mm. honestly get new year out of the way when people actually go and get some tests it's going to be it's going to be crazy it's going to be like a quarter of a million isn't it yeah i COVID. reckon so um there's a lot going like i've got messages from a lot of people i've been coaching and so many people are ill like i know you were ill after your booster um yeah, there's a lot of it going around. And what do you, what do you think? Thing, actually. Sorry, I, on, I, can't, I can't get my, my booster. I tried to cancel it or rearrange it on for NHS Wales. And the option they gave me was just literally the day after. And if I can't, which is, which is actually today, I don't really know what I'm meant to do. Can't get it now, so. And you get a COVID here. Oh, I don't know. I'd want to do that. He can get Johnson Johnson one. and then get Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am... Um, Covid here, nobody cares. Literally nobody. Like no one wears a face mask. Like nothing. It's. I to be honest, I only know one person who's had it. Um. So I don't know if it's just not that prominent or no one cares. I think some up somewhere like Flagstaff, it you wouldn't. I don't think you would notice it as much unless there was an outbreak. I think from what I've heard, like LA and places are very different. You know, as you'd expect. There's just such differences in Australia, I think. What are your thoughts Australia, on... Australia, America. Rages. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, Australia's the same, isn't it? Yeah. Um, do you think in the new year, races are going to carry on and there's sort of, you know, uh, more sort of, I don't know, more of a protocol as far as vaccinated yeah. um, versus unvaccinated and sort of showing a passport? Or do you think they'll just can them straight away? Um, I don't think they'll can them. I think they'll restrict them a bit. 
I think there'll be, you'll have to prove that you're vaccinated, I imagine. Um, a bit like what they've done with, I just think, honestly, come, come January the 4th when Boris thinks, you know, New Year and Christmas are out of the way, he's just going to, like you said, he's going to put some restrictions in place. He's left it as long as he could, I think. Um, because if he did it over Christmas, he just knows there's going to be riots, basically. So he might as well, might as well wait. But it's, I don't know, it's pretty bleak. And I know you're not here, Josh, but there's so much going around. Yeah, pretty much every single person I know has had it in the last month or has it right now. Yeah. Um, so enjoy it. Yeah, we will. But I just think, I think the problem for, for, for you boys will be Seville. I just, yeah, I, I've kind of already thought that. Doubtful. Um, I'm hoping, yeah, I'm just hoping they've learned some lessons from previous years that, you know, going ahead with some of these races doesn't, doesn't cause mass outbreaks. So hopefully we can get some, some racing on, but, yeah, you're relying on people being sensible, aren't you? And as we know, not everyone's sensible. I am. I'm just going to have my coffee. Debatable. <laughs> yeah, Aaron's definitely got COVID. He's got a festive jumper on there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's, um, that's my week. I, I, I did run today and was okay so that's what I get back to running I was, I was saying to somebody on the run today it's a shame because it's like throughout my adult life I've not had that many colds and since I started this podcast I think I've been ill so many times and I could probably in the last 10 years the amount of running days I've had off for illnesses has been so few um, I just don't think I've ever had illnesses like it I don't know if it's because I'm my immune system's low because of lack of sleep and stuff or, or whatever stuff is just, you know, I suppose COVID is pretty bad, isn't it? But um, there's a lot of other illnesses, I think, than COVID. So, yeah, anyway, I'm just waffling on, on about illnesses. You two look bored out of your minds, so I'll move on. Um, what have we got to speak about next? <laughs> have you got any wise yes. words for us, Matt? Um, oh, Yes. I have. Right in the mood after the COVID. I have. Yeah, we've got some Western's wise words this week. Um, it's all about names this week. All right. Um, I'm not really. Do you want us to read it, Matt? Or do you want? No, no. <laughs> do you want to? Correct. It's a birthday paradox. It appears wrong, but it is in fact true. <laughs> All right, okay, here we go. So, if you were in a room of people and wondered how many people shared the same birthday as you, then you're as sad as me. Um, I, maybe I should have read that bit, actually, but there we are. Uh, counterintuitively, the probability of a shared birthday exceeds 50% in a group of only 23 people. So... Greater than 50% probability of three people sharing um, a birthday um, of 88 people and gr greater than 50% probability of four people sharing a birthday out of 187 people. So another way of looking at it is if you put it 
you put 75 people in a room, there's a chance, there's a 99% chance of at least two people matching. So thanks very much, um, Dan, for this week's segment. So did you guys get that? Yeah. I think I got it if, I, if, if it was on paper. I was too busy laughing at you. <laughs> um, do you share? So if there's, if there's 77, if 75 people in a room, at least two people will have the same bits, the same, uh, the same birthday as you. I don't, yeah, I suppose you'd never ask everyone, would you? So um, maybe, maybe so I might start doing that. Might start yeah, doing, next time we go to a big event. Yeah, just walk around. See, do you share your birthday with any famous people? I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know? How am I meant to know when famous people's birthdays are? Well, surely you just know that same day as yours. Uh, no, that's not my concern on my birthday. All right, here know, we go. I found know, some. You don't know much, do you? All right, I've got some. I've no. got some for me. Fine, right. Google it. So, Kevin Durant. Yeah, good. Uh, happy birthday, Kevin. Um, who else? Um, we well, have... mine is, mine's Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, half these people I don't even know. Um... I've got Andy Murray. There you go. Oh, there we are. You got someone, Josh. Well done. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know the rest. Yeah, anyway, moving on from that that segment, let's um, let's look at the leaderboard, Josh. Strava leaderboard. Yeah, you, you do it. No, go on, you do it. So, top of the leaderboard last week for the men in first place, Phil Sessman, 99.7 miles. Um, <laughs> Josh Lunn top of the leaderboard wow second, uh, 114 actually only two people over 100 this week shows shows that everybody actually has a life um, apologies, now Josh apologies Sally you might have a life get so as Aaron's read that out is would you class that as a life goal or a running goal <laughs> that's a running goal right yeah a little I mean, bit of life goal, though. Do you know what? My my faith in people has been restored by looking at last week's leaderboard. A lot of people have just enjoyed Christmas. They've not gone out. It's just, enough, stu- it's just another day, isn't it? They've not gone out and done stupid miles. All the all the boy, you know, like all the normal names are here, but they're just reduced. Just been sensible, mm-hmm. enjoyed themselves, got the balance right, and then there's Josh Lunn. Ahead by 15 miles. Eating chicken and quinoa. Yeah. Right. Let's go to what we've got next. What have we got next? Patreon. Let's thank some patrons. Classy, you can kick us off. Me and Josh know this guy, so you can kick us off. All right. So I'm thanking Scott Burrell. 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 Oh, Burrell. There we are. He's from Spalding. Where is that? Lincolnshire. Lincolnshire. Never been. Sounds like a lovely place. Do you know the? Do you know who's famous from uh, Spalding? Have you ever heard of a man called Ben Heron? He, he comes up later. Oh, good. Yeah, he'll come up later. Um, so, um, Scott's PBs: five k, sixteen fifty one; ten k, thirty five twenty five; half marathon: seventy seven oh nine; and 
the marathon needs some work, Scott. Three oh five. Interesting fact is he has two Instagram profiles and has type one diabetes. I'm not sure the two are linked. <laughs> I don't think they are. Um, uh, loves to share information on Strava. So good for anyone who has glucose issues. Yeah, that's actually very good and I'm sure very helpful. Um, however, let's just discuss this, this quote from today's run. I was invited over to one of my Strava followers. <laughs> oh, God. What is wrong with runners? Um, so... So uh, Scott was invited over to one of um, one of my one of his Strava followers for dinner last night. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had that? This is fantastic. No, please, uh, people, if you follow me, invite me over for dinner. <laughs> I don't know, but it's great. Yeah, clearly he has, he is a big deal. So Scott, uh, thank you very much for your support. Good man, Josh. <laughs> um, so this person actually commented on my Strava earlier today. Yeah, it did. So it did. Gonna, I saw that. But, Butcher his name a little bit, I think. So Dominicas, and I think what you've written down there, and it's only half his surname. It's yeah, it's, it's longer. Horse Cass, is yeah. that right? Yeah. So uh, he's from Lithuania, and he's got PBs of fifteen thirty, thirty three oh eight, seventeen three oh nine, and a marathon of two thirty four thirty seven. And that's from World Athletics, so it may not be completely right. Good but... research, though. Yeah, World Athletics. Um. So his interesting fact is has the new. He has the new balance racing kit. Looks like he knows a thing or two about running in the snow, so could teach me. And that's actually, I think, why he commented on my Strava. Um, so he definitely could. Um, he ran Valencia and Berlin Marathon in 2021. So he's on the hunt for any marathon PB. Thank you very much for your support. Yeah. Um, I actually wrote that before I was just scrolling through yours and saw his name. So that's, yeah, strange coincidence. But anyway, I suppose it's not that strange considering if there's 75 people in the room, there'd be two people saying that, they? Um, exactly. I'm thanking Ben Cobra. I want to say Cobra. Ben Cobra, who's from, who's from Newcastle in New South Wales, Australia. Um, he's got PBs of 18.02, 38.12 for 10K, 1.26 for the half and 3.02 for the marathon. Um, he's also got a PB of, 10.56 for 100k. Oh dear. That's a, a long way. way. A long yeah. way. So, interesting fact is he's an ultra runner and he's got a strong peak game with his caps. He wears them like slanted upwards a lot. Do you remember the golf, that. Do you know the golfer? Yes, yeah, for Cla- Oh yeah, Klausy did it for Berlin, didn't Klausy, he? Klausy does it for everything. Trends do it for an 800 on the track. Do you just like fold them up? Well, the, the sore ones, um, you, they've got a, a beak where you can fold it up. Okay. Um, anyway, he looks like he could out-squat you too, mate. Um, Interesting. Yeah. He needs to send in the uh, his, um, squat stats. squatting stats. Yeah. He's run over 4,300 miles this year, so plenty of mileage in, in Ben. Um, yeah, thanks to all the, the patrons this week. If you want to sign up to Patreon, get early shows i think we well we release the evening we record so this week we'll release monday evening the show goes out two days later to the rest of the um what do we call the rest of the people who aren't patrons 
lovely, pe- lovely people. Lovely people. Okay. Being that nice. Um, but yeah, patreon.com forward slash inside jogging podcast. And we'll try and get a few more bonus content episodes in the new year. I'm just sourcing somebody for training talk in January. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, listener questions. Classy, this one's right up your street. All right. So this question comes in from uh, Anna, Anna Boniface. Um, so quality street tiers. That's all you need to say. How, how would you rank them? So I actually replied to her Instagram story on this because I was so disgusted in her tearing. The, my her, main concern one with second. her tearing. Her tearing was on. exceptional. Honestly, both her, oh, te- I disagree. her tearing for quality street. And I think it was celebrations or something was bang on heroes heroes bang on point yeah go on my my the main the top tier is always the strawberry and orange always orange orange what orange cream yeah cream wow and the bottom ones are always the ones which get stuck in your teeth like the the toffees i I would actually option not have them um and i'm not so bothered about the ones in the middle really but yes, definitely. I only eat the strawberry and orange creams. What? Wow. They're like the ones everyone leaves. Yeah. What's wrong with exactly. you? No, not in my family. What about the coconut eclair? I mean, I'll eat them, oh, but I'm not dreadful. like so fussed by them. Honestly, green triangle, green chocolate block, orange crunch winners every day of the week. Orange crunch oh, is good. Toffee, too, toffee finger, toffee penny, very good. Oh, no, the bottom tier. Green triangle, though. Surely you eat that one first. There's only like four in the tin. Nah. Classy. I'm not so fast about them. Well, you look disgusted. Um, Classy looks yeah, disgusted. I mean, I yeah. mean that the orange <laughs> and the strawberry, the, them ones, they just, stay, they just stay in there. They're like the SOS. They're like the dark chocolate of Lindor. Um, so at the moment, under my settee, I have a, a, a tub of celebrations. I have a tub of uh, miniature heroes. And I have a tub of rosy. I don't have, I have a tub of quality streets, actually. Um, I would say Toffee Penny's up there. Yeah. I would say the um, Toffee Finger. They, them two were my favourite when I was a kid. Um, and the Coconut Eclair. Toffee, there for me. Toffee Finger's very good. Very um, good. So, so, yeah, Josh, you're basically wrong. Um, <laughs> do you want to listen to the question? from your favourite man uh, yeah so this is, comes from Ben Heron um, so the most famous person to come out of Spalding so he's asked what is your greatest running advice you've ever received before I answer so, that go on Aaron you go first before I answer it but also what, what I need to know from Dan Weston next week is the probability of having a doppelganger in your same town as you I was in Waitrose earlier yeah shopping Waitrose um, and Ben Heron has a very close lookalike in Stamford, which is next to Spalding. So yeah, if Weston, if Dan West can can give me some stats on lookalikes, that'll be good for next week. I think uh, I think I think you need to chat to Ben and Mum. Yeah, I, I do <laughs> consider that. Um, so best bit of running advice I've ever received, uh, probably. Well, I've got two. So first of all, for the marathon is well nick nick always says says keep your keep your powder dry until 30k um the race begins at 
at 30k 20 miles don't do anything silly before then so that's what i'd say for for marathon um and an old running coach once told me i'm not going to mention his name um my favorite quote of his was you could take you could, this is for coaching and i apply this to all my athletes and Claire, so you can use it you could take a horse to the water but you can't make it drink i think How that's original. Very, very apt for josh so on that note, my favourite one is, and this is pretty simple, and this comes from an Instagram story Matt Centrovich put up a couple oh of years back. Oh my god! And it's as is, is as simple as run, don't jog. And that's Some stuff with that sense. Yeah, I knew you'd both hate it. I've got a simple one for everyone. Listen to your body. There you go. Um, so there you go, Ben. You can take whatever you want from that. Um, my question comes in from Marco Ebo. That was his name on Instagram. I couldn't find a name. He said, best tips for when you find it hard during a, a race, what gets you through the pain? Josh, what gets you through the pain? Um, I kind of like it. Kind of a bit weird, but I, I think when you're, you know, like you put a lot of training in. So if you put all that training in, the only time it's really like the training's the hard bit the race you, you kind of ready you should be ready for so when it gets hard just think back to i've done this so many times already in training it's just doing it once more again you don't think of anything else other than that not really but i remember at london i was just thinking so at london i did think if dan nash does come past me i'm never going to hear the end of it from matt and that did keep me going for quite a while um but in my own head, I'm just like, if you give up, you're just being a bit of a pussy. So just don't. That's pretty much what I think most of the time. So what happened when you gave up in Frankfurt? Well, I was sick. So you're a bit of a pussy. Yeah, I was. <laughs> right. And that's Clousey. why I haven't done it since. <laughs> Any tips, Clousey? Um Yeah, I think it depends on the distance as well, because obviously in a marathon, mm. you've got so much more time to think. Um, anything five and ten k, you know, it's sort of over in a flash. Um, I think for a marathon, um, I think two things really. One, don't think of the end goal. Um, think about where you are at that moment. Um, and I, I just always think that it's really hard. Just you know, just try and relax and focus on um, your next step. Like, like I say, not sort of looking too far too far ahead um yeah. so yeah they're, they're my two two things i kind of think about when i'm marathon running marathon racing my um my favorite one is is from cycle i think it's jen's boy in cycling who so wait i think it, it anyway it's it's basically to tell you you basically could just say over and over fuck your legs because you're not going to need them tomorrow so you might as well just destroy them so Cheers. just work through it. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. As you say, in a marathon, there's so many, so many things can go through your head, you know, and things get tough. It's, it's try. I think it's, I, I personally think it's better to try and not get too emotional about anything and just try and focus on, as Matt said, the race. I think that's what Chris Thompson said as well. Just like, he tries to remove quite a lot of emotion from things and just, yeah, 
focus on what needs to be done there and th- there and then. So, so yeah, there you go. Um, right, so we're going to some news. Um, there's a few bit of new- a few bits of of news before I go into like races and a bit of a recap. First of all, see Salazar's banned for life. Did you see that? I saw that on Let's Run earlier. No, I, I didn't see that. What's the the reasoning for the change? So he's banned for life under sexual something, which is interesting because nobody's ever heard of any real sexual allegations. So, um, no. yeah, it's a bit confusing at the moment. But yeah, he's banned for life according to Let's Run. Um. That's that one. All right. Um, moving on. Then next one is... I mean, let's be honest. The guy needs to be banned for life. Yeah. Yeah, good. Do you know what I mean? It's just the reasoning, yeah. Um, next one was there's a, a new limit on spikes. So spikes are going to be limited to 20 millimetres. From... And what I read was from 2024. Why 2024? Yeah. Why not that? I think they said it gives them time to develop something so it fits in that criteria. But I don't think like dragonflies are fine anyway. So, so, so dragonflies apparently measured by World Athletics are 20 millimeters exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which is That's unsurprising sure. that they've then <laughs> created the rule that it happens to be 20 millimeters. But I think ASICs had a prototype yeah, which Katir wore, which was more than yeah, 20 millimeters. And I don't, I don't know about the New Balance one, but the New Balance one looks quite thick, so I'm not sure. I don't know if you. I think, I think what they've, um, what what they've done is, I did sort of read a little bit of it. Is I think because brands have so many um, shoes in the pipeline, so obviously like they'll sense. work one or two years ahead. Yeah. That I think that's the reasoning behind it, so they can develop shoes now for things prior to their pipeline. So. So my um, past twenty twenty four. My question then is, if you're not limiting the road shoes, why would you not? Why would you? You just surely allow any the same mill on the track for the distance races, wouldn't you? For like five and ten k. Why would you? Limit yeah, I it? guess so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see the. It doesn't make sense to me either. Really, it's just sort of creating an unnecessary barrier to get into distance running on the track surely yeah. well okay so let's let's uh let me flip this question to you both um because obviously it's very hot at the moment um so what if they did the same with road shoes and they they, they dropped it to to 20 mil yeah exactly i think it's got to be if you do everything at 20 mil or you do everything at 40 mil for distance running if that's what you're saying what it is but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I personally don't think they they should, because, you know, it's in my mind forty mil. I think it's probably a bit too excessive, but it's created a, a shoe that allows people to, to run faster and recover better. So it's a better, it's just like better having a better tool, for the job. In my mm. mind. Um, yeah. But yeah, Josh. We know Josh's answer is going to be make them 100. I'll end up doing dragonflies for a marathon if they did that. Well, yeah, if they did a drag, drag if they did a dragonfly at 40 mil, it would be perfect, wouldn't it? Well, not 40, it's not even anyway. Yeah. I think, I think we've seen with the alpha fly, probably the 
the sweet spot is about 35, 36 mil, isn't it? I'm not sure. Well, that's what the vapor fly is, I think. I think original 4% was 32, vapor fly is 36, and alpha fly was 40. So, um, oh, okay. but yeah, I've been told by a listener to please call them by their proper names. No more next percents. We have need to call them vapor fly, alpha fly, or whatever the 4% was. 4%? I don't know. Carl Darcy, are you happy with that if you're listening? Oh, Carl, good guy. <laughs> um, anyway, that's my, my news roundup. Um, results, Ribble Valley 10K was on, which is the North England champs, was on today. Johnny Miller took the win 28-59 on his 35th birthday. So, oh, I suppose in that race, how many was there? 500. It must have been at least five, six people's birthday in that race. <laughs> So oh, Johnny Miller and a few others. Um, yeah, Johnny Miller took the win, 28-59. Jess Piazeki took the win, win in the, the women's race in 31-38. I think Josh Griffiths and Chris Richards were 29-25, 29-47, five men under 30 minutes. And then Laura Waitman was second in the women's in 31-45 and Eleanor Bolton third in 33-12. Um, there was a live stream, wasn't there? Did you see it, Klausi, or not? Um, I didn't, mate, no. Um, I think there was. Didn't, think. Shoot, didn't shoot him for that one. I'm sure Matt Wood was was filming something. Um, but yeah, it looked like great conditions down there. That must be pretty close to a PB for Johnny. On the road. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, so good conditions. Good little course River Valley. It's not dead flat, but it's pretty good, isn't it? Um, anyway... In Scotland, there was the Tilly 10K. Um, I think that that's a place, it's short for a place in Scotland. Um, Ryan Thompson won in 29.45. Do you know Ryan? You heard of Ryan Thompson? No, I haven't. What do you now? Ryan Thompson, 29.45, beat Robbie Simpson, who ran 29.49. And Morag Miller took the win in the the ladies in 34.04. And then over in Northern yeah, Ireland. Is that in Scotland? That was in Scotland. So I've got yeah. one from England, one from Scotland, and one from Northern Ireland today. Northern Very Ireland, good. Titanic Festival. Ben Branner took the win in 29.39. Steve Scully in second in 29.56. Um, I don't have the women's result in front of me. I don't know why I don't, but I don't. Um, so yeah, some, well, that's three 10Ks under 30 minutes today. Very nice. Um, before we sign off, quick recap of 2021, boys. Any highlights of the year for you? Yeah, running faster than Matt and you from Marathon. That's my highlight. Do you want to clarify? Just in the year, you want to clarify that? Yes. Yeah, well, you said 2021 highlight, otherwise it'd be a life highlight, wouldn't it? Yeah, okay. Good. He's, um, he's been very cocky, isn't he? I told you, though, in the text that they couldn't be about yourself, but you've done it. So, Clousy, any highlights for you for 2021? Oh, oh hang I on, mean, I haven't read that. I think um, I think Tomo's up there, isn't it? I think we all yeah. um, saw that and thought, wow, what a sort of an, an inspiration um, he was. So, yeah, I'd say that was up there um, for the ladies' side. 
there's quite a few, wasn't there? I guess Char- um, Charlie Charlie Perdue for me for the ladies. Yes, yeah, for London definitely. Yeah, that would be definitely one for the ladies' side. Yeah, I think I would have probably said Chris Thompson in terms of distance running for me, um, or Elliot Kipchoge's marathon. I thought it was phenomenal in Tokyo. He's just unbelievable, isn't he? Like you think he's going to surely one day slow down, but he just just every marathon he does, he just picks up at like 30k and just runs a ridiculous split in the worst conditions going. Like you listen to Tomo's interview and the conditions were obviously brutal. But you wouldn't know if you watched, if you just watched Elliot Kipchoge run, you'd just think it was a, a nice little day in Cardiff or something. Yeah, so consistent. Uh, I actually didn't realise you didn't mean our own uh, highlights. Where have, you, where have you put this in the document? Not in a document. I sent you a text. Oh, um, I haven't read it. So um, um, my my highlight would be then, if I had to pick anyone else's performance, would be Jake Smith's pacing job. <laughs> Where he ran two eleven. Go for that. Good. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, do you want to quickly go over your um, Strava totals for twenty twenty one? Oh, we can do. Yeah, Aaron's is going to be about two hundred miles. Yeah, mine's been dreadful this year. You pick uh, again. I picked like. I think for the last 10 years, I've done between 4,500 and 5,000 miles every year. And I come on a podcast and I do this. Anyway, anyone got them up? Yeah, minus. So, so far it's 3768. Oh, 3768. And what about time and elevation? So, time is 417. And elevation is 82,000. Most of that's probably in the last two weeks. Anyway, can I just, before, before we forget, you did 3.7, Josh. I've done yeah. 3,400. So what have you been doing? Matt doesn't let me run. Anyway, my elevation gains, <laughs> my elevation is 86,000 feet. Good. All right, and what's your miles? 3,400, roughly. 3,400. So, um, I'm going to top you all this year, boys. Um, 3,906. Elevation is 112,000. Oh, he's beat us on both counts. Solid. I don't know how your mileage is so much higher, Matt. Why? You must just have been more consistent. Yeah, exactly. Consistency That's why he's been holding... That's why he's been holding me back the last month, because he knew this question was coming. He's set up, though. Consistency is key. (laughs) Um, So... 2022, who's the one to watch in the distance world? UK. What event are we going? Let's, Any. let's go distance. A marathon. Let's say marathon. I'm just going to fanboy Jake. So Jake Is he going to do a marathon now? Are oh, you well, if he does a marathon. If he does a marathon. Did he t- I think he told me this on the, on the train oh, okay. talk. So I think it's common knowledge. Yeah, yeah he, he did. He did tell me this. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what he's good. doing. <laughs> he's doing the marathon next year. Yeah, I think at the end of the year. Yeah. I, I I think you'd do well to look past that for the marathon. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Jake, we're gonna go Jake. Um, I don't know. I think, I think Ailish might do one soon. That'd be also very very interesting. Yeah. I think there's gonna be some. I think Mark Scott, is he going to step up soon? I don't think so. 
he's, he's actually here in a couple of weeks. I'll ask him. There's some potential for a few of these. Does he need to, though? Yeah, wow. he's, he's, he's still running pretty decent over, like, he can still drop a cog in a 1500. So he's got some finishing speed for 10K, hasn't he? Yeah, but we yeah, know the, as we Aaron know says. where the money's at. True. Money, money's not in track, well, but I, th- but I think if you could do track and then you can go and do like, like for example, what he did, do the great series, a couple of half marathons. You earn like sure. you earn the money that probably Josh money, probably Josh has been telling us all these athletes earn <laughs> million dollar athletes. Um, cool, right? That's a wrap. Um, so well, actually, so you're Jan Jake Smith. I'm going to say Ailish McColgan. You got one more, Clousey. Then we'll. We'll see who's did the best. Um, I'd say for the marathon, mm. Josh has pointed himself. Um, <laughs> I think Phil. I think Phil's, Phil. Phil Sessman's got a bit, a bit more to give in the marathon. Yeah, he does. Um, so I think that's that's an easy pick, though, isn't it? No, that's good. Um, we'll see what happens next year. Um, so, what are, you, what are you up to next week, Josh? Um, I'm actually going to do a bit of work this week, unfortunately. Um, other than that, I've got nothing planned, really. I've got a couple of sessions. I've been talking to Matt about training, so, yeah, just go on with that, really. Exciting. Uh, Matt, yeah. what about you? Um, I've got to try and eat the rest of the stuff that's in the fridge. I've got um, about 20 individually wrapped um, cheeses um, that I need to get wow. through. Um, I've got half a steak pie and then I've got a few Christmas cakes as well. So I'll be trying to get through them this week. Um, I'm off work this week as well. So just chilling, to be honest, relaxing, trying to get a bit of running in. Um, but yeah, that's my week. Yeah, I think that's pretty similar to me. I've got um, a lot of cheese to eat. I've got probably half a turkey to eat. Still quite a lot of roast potatoes left as well. Um, what else have we got in that fridge? I think we're having turkey pasta tonight, actually. We've had the turkey oh, soup. Had turkey soup yesterday. Um, I think it's just generally trying to get a bit healthy this week. I went down to Waitrose, bought a bit of fruit earlier, had a few of those, had an apple, had a banana. Um, try and get the five day in and then get back to some running um, like you Matt I'm off work so it's a bit of a shame like last week I was off work so I was able to I, I was off work and I had childcare because you just got family all week um, and I wasn't able to run so I'm just looking forward to being able to get some some runs in when I want and hopefully find some friends like Josh to run with um, and yeah try and try and find some new exciting interviews for the podcast next week i've got one lined up i've got a coach big name um he said we might need a translator so i'll see if i can get one of them um but yeah busy busy man me these days coaching plans clousy how many athletes you got these days um, well, Josh takes up about the same as what maybe twenty athletes would take up. So it's a busy, it's busy, isn't it? Only I've only got a few. Very, but it's busy. Even with, even with a few, it's busy. Like if you're writing a training plan on a whenever you do it, I do mine on a Sunday because I do it yeah, last same. 
Um, you know, it can be sometimes like an hour of an athlete, like when you add things oh, up. easy. And if you've got 20 of those to do, it's not possible to do all in one day. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah. Probably doesn't help. Sometimes I get bored and I just call Matt just to talk. And he, he didn't he didn't call me back on Boxing Day or Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not surprised. He said he was busy. Didn't you, didn't you text me saying, um, feeling cute or something? You want to speak on Christmas Day? <laughs> I can't remember why I said it. Something along them lines. <laughs> anyway, anything, anything big for New Year's? No, I need to try and try and get something planned, but I'm, I think there might might be some sort of party happening. So. College party, be a beer pong, <laughs> red cups. So, so they know you're thirty next year. There's people, there's loads of people older than me here. He's told him he's twenty one. <laughs> I um I got my hair cut the other day, and she said, "Oh, do you go to high school here?" I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> what with that hairline?" <laughs> <laughs> She was amazed. Right, boys. no chance. Let's go have some turkey pasta. Right, see you later. See you next week. Have a good week. See you, boys. Bye.